Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Hamilton on a Friday, homecoming Friday, and everybody decided they're going to go get drunk. Oh, also we've got that guy. But you said I was good. We got all the subs in there. What the hell's going on? Who's what? Who who, who does that voice? Uh, I, I, I I will tell you off the air. I'm not allowed contractually to say it on the air. Oh, for real? For real. Dang. Have I met him? Uh, no. Dang. No, you have not. No, you have not. Uh, neither have I. That sounds dark. Neither have I. It's not dark. It's just secretive. It's just secretive. All right. It's Rutledge and Hamilton on a Friday. No Rutledge, no Hamilton, no Wollersheim. I'm Alex Strofe in for Jim Rutledge alongside me and for Matt Hamilton is the former Badger linebacker, the USFL defensive player of the year runner-up, Chris Orr, Alex Gravatt, Mr. G with us running the show for Ryan Wollersheim. Ryan Wollersheim and his opens, man, they are they, they're getting weird. <laughs> what do you mean weird? Well, you you started talking and it, you what, said you, I was good. I yeah, man. I don't know what to expect with this guy. He's keeping us all on our toes. All right, fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Me and Jim always talk about uh, Ryan's dark side. Well, he he's is a dark some. fella. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think you're right about that. He knows uh, more than he's letting off. So a lot to get into uh, today. We'll talk a little sports. We'll talk a little bit of just random thoughts Chris Orr has thrown at me over the course of the last 48 hours, which have been really entertaining and, and ridiculous and stupid and make me love my life. So we'll get into some of that throughout 844-770-3776. That is the ESPN Madison talking text line. Your way into Rutledge and Hamilton on a Friday. How you feeling? It's homecoming weekend as the Badgers prepare to take on Rutgers tomorrow. Uh, I host the Great Dane Huddle every uh, Thursday night with Tarek Sala and Derek Angler, two former Badgers. Was with, was with Derek Angler <laughs> last night. He said, Chris, they better win by 30. They're favored by Ooh. 13. He's like, I want them hanging 30 uh, more than Rutgers. I mean, that would uh, that would definitely boost the confidence for you sure. You would think. But Rutgers is a good team. I think, like... Rutgers is kind of what I expected Purdue to be more so of. But Rutgers is a good team, man. They're a really good team this year. Like, for real. A lot of the guys that they have playing are – it's the same guys that we played against when uh, we went out there in 2021, I want to say. But they're all older. They're all more mature. They all understand the scheme a little more. And I think it's showing in in their play. That's That's a good football team over here. So talk to me about homecoming, right? Like, as a player, is there more juice? Uh, is there more excitement? Are you partying immediately after the game? Are you making it out to the bars? <laughs> like, tell me everything you got uh, on homecoming week as a former player. Oh, man. Realistically, you're partying after every game anyway. Mm, except if you lose. You'll probably just get together with a few guys and have some drinks at somebody's house or something. But you're making it out to Wando's and KK if, uh, if, if you're winning? Up. Yeah, yeah, you're getting out. You're getting out. What was man. your bar? Uh, Wando's W. Okay, I want a big KK fan. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I've never been. Little... That's that's probably the only one I haven't been. So it's, it's a little overrated. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. Man. Well, here's the thing. I moved down here when I was 22, so I've already felt old oh, for a lot yeah, of those bars. Yeah. Now I'm almost 25. Yeah, yeah. You can't go. And uh, I actually was at W last weekend. <laughs> nah, you can't. Go. I made it out. Did I you tell you that? Go. No, you did not tell me that. <laughs> I made it to I like w, w last though. weekend. I like W. Ooh, they were stiff. I like. Uh, 
I like the little uh, hole in the wall bars now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I it's like finding like a good kind of my style. You know what I mean? Little dive bar. Yeah, yeah, dive bar over party bar every day of the week. Yeah, but. for sure, for sure. But yeah, any any homecoming memories come to mind for you? Uh, yeah, a little bit, man. I just uh, I used to actually like that. A lot of alums would come back and um, they'd wear their Letterman's. They would like line our locker room. Like when we come out of the locker room, they would like line the tunnel. Then for like warm ups, and then when we actually came out to go play the game, they would line the field, and I always thought that was cool. Yeah, uh, my senior year was probably when I took it really took it all in and actually like you know tried to high five everybody like coming out or whatever. So that's fun. You always think of that, but at the end of the day, like you have the same mindset for each football game, so that doesn't change. At least the play on the field doesn't necessarily change just because it's homecoming. I would say that senior day has a lot more than homecoming does for sure yeah far. yeah that makes sense yeah uh, but but obviously the party might be a little bit different yeah 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 it's 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 a little different the party yeah the party's a little different but no nah, nothing crazy about homecoming to so be honest. you're a, you're a working man now so you'll be yeah. working tomorrow yeah you partying after you work tomorrow i don't know because i imagine maybe. you got former teammates in town yeah yeah i gotta see who's in town I gotta find out who's in town, bro. You, it's Friday. That you was haven't a good done idea. research already. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. No, I haven't. I just need to. I don't know. Start texting people. Figure uh, out who's in town. All right. Well, you got two full hours to figure out yeah. who's in town. All right. <laughs> I, I, by the end of the show, I want. I want a full weekend plan for you. If you're, if you're one of my old teammates and you're out there listening right now, text me, dog, or DM me or something, man. Let me know if you're back in town. I know a few people that are in town. Like who? Well, I know Faf is in town. I know he's uh, doing some work, but I don't know. He might be working. Um, well, wasn't he just on? Uh, wasn't he just on KBN? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. So I think he's like doing some. I think he's gonna be doing like some work this weekend. Maybe. I don't nice. know. Though. I doubt it. Um, I don't know. I gotta think about who else is like living here. Okay. Well, I gotta we, think, we, we can do that another time. That's tough. Chris or Alex drove Alex Gravatt with you. It is Rutledge and Hamilton <laughs> presented by Coors Light. G. if the mountains are blue, you know what to do. That's crushed Coors Light. All right, so uh, Chris Orr makes his way into the Everlight Solar Studio today. Mm. And uh, he is just another another world, man. Like, he is he is out there. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I love my guy, Chris Orr. We pretend we don't like each other. I think there's a mutual respect here. But today, when I saw what he had on his feet, I just about pooped myself laughing. The boots. He is wearing the most cowboy of cowboy boots that I've ever seen. And for anybody watching on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, at ESPN Madison, Chris, can you can you throw a foot on the table for me? Like, you are wearing full-blown cowboy boots. Um, you are wearing, I mean, it, you look like you're ready to go to a rodeo. I am, man. Um, I'm always ready to wrestle a bull, man. That's life. You got to take life by the horns. You, you understand what you just said out loud. Yeah, man, I'm always re- ready to wrestle a bull. Have you ever wrestled a bull? No. Nah. <laughs> just going to put it in a chokehold? And... He's, oh, just, he's just ready to go, though. I'm ready, though. If it came down to it. Oh, here we go again. Oh, I'm not beating a bull. No, I know that. Oh, okay. But if it came down, if I had to, I'd grab that bull but, by bro, the horns, it's, brother. It's 52 degrees out, our computer says, here at the ESPN Madison Everlight Solar Studio. Yeah, a little chilly. Why are you wearing boots? It's a little chilly, man. The boots comfortable, first of all. I'm going to text this boy. Boots are comfortable. Okay. Second of all, you know, it's a little chilly so they can. I tuck my, when I wear sweatpants, I tuck my boots into my, I mean, my sweats into my boots. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, just depending on what you got on. I tuck my sweatpants into my boots, though. And, uh, Which is strange. Yeah. Is, is sweatpant boot combo a common combo? I think so. I, like, I have seen plenty of people 
in sweatpants and boots. But people love to tell, love try to swear to me like, nah, man, you wear boots with boot cut jeans. That's all you wear boots with. I'm like, that's pointless. That's dumb. Because then at that point, I can only wear, either I'm wearing jeans when I shouldn't be wearing jeans, or I'm only wearing the boots with every weekend, maybe. Maybe. Really? Yeah, bro. In an ideal world, how many days a week are you wearing boots, Chris? Ideal world. Ideal world? In an ideal world, uh, I'm probably wearing boots like but your three times a week. Your range. <laughs> your range to me is absurd. I'm wearing boots three because times a week. you're a Crocs guy. Yeah, I love Crocs. So you're Crocs and cowboy boots. Crocs. I like Crocs. I like boots. And um, So you don't just wear like a normal pair of sneakers? I mean, yeah, like when I'm training or something. Mm-mm. I don't normally. I just, mean, like casual day out. Nah, see, that's what's actually. I need to get some casual shoes, actually, because I. This is what I have. I have like Crocs. I got like loungewear. I have boots. Okay. These are my cowhide boots. I have like nicer boots, and then I have like, I have like workout shoes. Like that, they're, they're nice. Wait, how many pairs of boots do you have? Three. Really? No. Yeah, three. I own one pair of boots, and they're like snow boots. Oh, for real? I would never wear cowboy boots. I, I mean, don't have... Uh, I'd be such a phony for that. I, I mean, I got some Uggs. I don't have, like, uh, heavy-duty, like, snow boots. Do you shovel? Nah. Nah, brother. <laughs> Snowblow? <laughs> nah, well, actually... Oh. Crazy that you said it. Shout-out uh, Caputo, man. Mike Caputo said that uh, last year he would use... Uh, he started using a blowtorch. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen That's that. Crazy. Does it work? He said it does, but that's crazy. You gotta be yeah, a little crazy to do that. Well, yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. Get the shovel. And that's coming from him. You out there with your blowtorch at five in the morning. <laughs> Just about lighting your house on fire. <laughs> uh, I kinda wanna do it though. Yeah, no, that actually does sound like a ton of fun. Yeah, I don't know. You I think Caputo will yeah. invite us over? I would love to give it a rip at five in the morning. Like nah, crusty eyes yet. Crusty eyes. You don't Caputo's house, man. Caputo's crazy. Well, so you are think you. I'm crazy? He's crazy. So are you. So are I'm you. I'm scared of Caputo. We used call, I used to call him. Uh, I used to. I still call him Lieutenant Dan. Daniel the Sloth chimes in on the text line eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Boots are very comfortable when you need to do construction every day. You better like wearing boots. Yeah. Uh, the Adam and Madison on the text line says, "Nice. We got Strophilage and Oralton today. Bitchin' cowboy boots. Almost like he's from <laughs> Texas or something." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I got some boots. I need to. Uh, anybody out there? No, if you want, you need somebody to model your boots. Hey, you can hit me up, man. I take, I gladly take. I love boots. Tim in Oregon says you tuck in with the pig slop. Cattle dudes do not do that. Chris is a pig farmer all the way. I don't I even know what half that text means. <laughs> I, know, I know what he's saying. He, I mean, is he calling you soft? No, 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 no. That's he's the way I'm taking it. No, 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 no. Well, you are soft. So. He, he's basically. I mean, nah, I'm not soft. There you are. You know I'm not soft. I know you're soft. You know I'm not soft. You know that. No, I don't. You know that. I th- I think you put on a big act like you're this big tough guy, but here you are. I don't think I'm a crazy tough guy. Wearing cowboy boots. You think cowboy boots are soft? It's sweatpants. <laughs> Tucked in. <laughs> Acting like such a hardo. Just because you were the runner-up for the USFL Defense Player of the Year, you think you're a guy. to model. You just asked yeah, you to just, be a you model. You just said I'll model your boots for you. If somebody got some you're boots. You're soft. I put them boots on. <laughs> Shoot. I put them boots on, bro. And I'm not talking about model. Like, first of all, I'm not walking. No, the you're runway. gonna be in like a Fleet Farm magazine. Nah, nah. You know I'm not doing. You that. know how they said that the Fleet Farm magazine about- ahead of Christmas, it's gonna be Chris's foot. He's gonna be a foot model on OnlyFans. Nah. <laughs> 
That's Chris's next step. He goes, he goes from playing college football, being one of the uh, meanest, toughest linebackers man. of the Big Ten, goes to the NFL, <sighs> then moves to the USFL. Now he's going to move to the Fleet Farm Christmas magazine, being a foot model on OnlyFans. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. For all y'all out there listening, Toes. the thing you should know about uh, about my friend Alex Strofe here is that he's got really soft hands. So that's why he tries to make soft up for hands. Him. Yeah, he got soft hands. Do brother. I? Yeah, he got soft How hands. How do you know that? I'm shaking your hand. Shake it right now. You, you actually have something. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. The Adam and Madison. I I know I do not hear a 115 pound strofe called Chris or soft. <laughs> I, I was joking. That's exactly what you hear. You actually have soft hands. I I don't moisturize, so that's a compliment. I think. Uh, I've I've gotten the feedback that I've got hands for radio before, and I think. What does you that might, mean? Uh, that means you don't work hard. You don't get out in the field to work, brother. You're not crabbing. When are you doing that? That's because I train, man. You don't, oh, you train. Get a couple you don't do a push-up. Yeah, you don't do a well, push-up. The good thing is a foot model because he certainly won't be a hand model no, with all those calluses. All those calluses. Chris or Alex drove in for the fellas today. It is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We'll talk football maybe coming up next. <laughs> You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Right back in his element, a little banjo or whatever the hell this is. Yeah, man. I'm a, but I'm not like a Western country. I'm, I'm more Bayou country. So you what do you listen? Is this fish? Is no, this I this still is? listen yeah, to uh, Ryan. Ryan preset the music for today. Okay, so we're gonna uh, have a weird vibe today. Yeah. All right. Uh, sounds good. I'm, I'm more Bayou country, like noodling and noodling, eating cr- like crawfish stuff like that. Is noodling a sexual term in any nature? Because it sounds to me like it could be. I don't canoodling. I don't is. think so. Does that mean doing is dirty, cut? doing the deed? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, I don't think so. All right. But uh, yeah, I'm more Bayou country than Western country. For all of you out there listening, sometimes when some people don't know that there's different countries, I guess. What? Not not countries as in like you know United States of America. Well, that's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> nah, there's like Western Bayou country. country and Western nah, country. Yeah. And, okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. There's a difference. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Chris or Alex drove with you. It is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. When the mountains are blue, you know what to do, and that is crush a Coors Light. Alex Gravatt helping us out, running the show. He was ready. He was ready, but he was doing something else, so I didn't want to pull him away from that. Uh, because we got to have a little conversation around David Bakhtiari, the Packers offensive lineman. Tough. Who uh, told reporters today, it's not shocking news, because we, we were under the impression when he was placed on IR a couple weeks ago, that he was going to need a few more surgeries. And David Bakhtiari tells reporters today that his season is over. After just playing in one game, he played at, at the Chicago Bears in week number one, uh, sat out the Atlanta game in week two, sat out the New Orleans game in week three, mm. uh, and ahead of the Detroit game on Thursday night, uh, over a week ago now, he uh, it, it was placed on IR and now uh, needs two operations, one more to go. Uh, and his season is over, and he said today he hopes to be ready by training camp, which is still another 10 months away. Mm-hmm. Not I mean, good for an all-pro left tackle. Yeah, not. I mean, not good for this year, I guess, but I mean, it's good that it, hopefully he's taking the time to handle it and it doesn't come back up because – 
I think that's the big issue. Like, a lot of people don't think about the fact of, oh, like, you might get mad that he missed a couple of weeks, but then he came back and he probably needed to miss more time, but he just, all he did was go and get his knee scoped, which is a surgery still. They just go in there and they clip off everything that was torn. That's what a knee scope means. Ooh. They clip off everything that was torn. That's gross, Chris. They'll just, they'll, they'll, a lot of people say, yeah, we'll just go in there and clean it up. That, just, that means that they're getting whatever's just floating around and, uh yeah, knees take time, man. They take time. But yeah. hopefully, yeah, hopefully he's good for the entirety of next year. I, I just I I've I'm at a point now with David Bakhtiari where it's like I, I'm just gonna assume it's over until I'm proven wrong, and it'll be a pleasant surprise when I'm proven wrong. Like but, like he's done playing. Yeah, I think his time in Green Bay at very minimum is over. Uh, How can you deal with this? Right, it's been it's been two years since he tore his ACL. He's consistently had trouble with it. If he was healthy, they might win a Super Bowl a couple of years ago uh, because they just had so much pressure from the left side of the line. And when he plays, he's so darn good, right? Like, he was yeah. really good against Chicago in Week 1, mm-hmm. um, and he was really good when he played last year. But the issue is when he plays, right, yeah. is what I keep saying, when. yeah, It's not an expectation that he plays every week. And obviously his season after just one game is already over here in 2023. So yeah, I'm just I'm operating under the impression that it's it's over until I'm proven otherwise with him. No, nah, it's not over. I don't I don't see him going but, out like that. But Chris, you know a hell of a lot better than me, dude. Like I've never seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. Is this more common than maybe I realize that that knee issues have dragged on for almost two years for David Bakhtiari? Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot more common. Do you know? I don't even know. So this is more of like a question. Do you know if he only tore his ACL or did he do more than when he initially got injured? Was it like ACL meniscus or partially like MCL like or whatever? I think it was just an ACL. Just an ACL. I mean, one is late. It was late in his career when he got his when he got an ACL. ACLs take time, man. Like in, you don't know if he came back too early. Which leg is it? Uh, I don't know which one. If this is right, then it makes a lot of sense because he's pushing off of it all the time. Right. You're playing left tackle and you're pushing off your right leg the whole time when you just tore the biggest ligament in your knee. And then just depending on what surgery you had, like my 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 knee will creak every now and then. Like it's not like a, it doesn't give me left. problems. This is left. Yeah. But even then though, like you having to stop and take somebody's weight every all single the time. Plan. Yeah, like that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot to ask of your body to do. I don't know which surgery he had either. Like. So when I did my ACL, I had a patellar tendon graft. So they take a piece of your patellar and put it where your ACL used to be and sure. take, a, take some of your bone out and drill it all together, right? And then there's a hamstring graft, which is like the patellar is the strongest. Supposedly, it's like, man, this is stronger than your other ACL. This is stronger than your non-injured okay. ACL. Um, or like now they can take your hamstring they can take a piece of your hamstring muscle and put it there and they can take a piece of your quad or you can get a cadaver which is like what if anybody out there if you're not an athlete and you tear your acl just get a cadaver or or don't get the surgery i don't, I don't know what <laughs> either either way doctor or one, one of the two just, this, is, this is not professional medical advice no for, this is not professional medical advice it's just that if you get the patella and all that that stuff hurts that surgery hurts way worse than injury David Bakhtiari at his locker earlier today speaking with reporters. Here's the Packers' left tackle saying his season is over. They have decisions they need to make what's best for the franchise. I understood that the moment I got in here. Um, you know, I've seen every face go. This face is going to go, too. I, I can't live here. Uh, whatever it's got to be, I mean, I, I'm not 
Like I'm not ignoring those sides. I mean, do they suck? Yeah. I mean, I would love to to play here until I decide that I'm done. But I, you know, I mean, you look at the guy that was here last year. I forget his name. The quarterback. Uh, I mean, you can't even. I mean, screw what I've done. I mean, that guy changed the, the game, and he's still is on a different team now. So, regardless of whatever happens, I mean, it's just life. And if it does, great. And if not, then I mean, I'm, I can only control what I can control. I know I want to keep playing, so I keep playing here. Great. He's so that's David, that's David Bakhtiari pretty much, uh, you know, obviously throwing a shot uh, at his boy Aaron Rodgers saying, I forgot his name. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the NFL life is weird, man. Uh, it, it, it ain't guaranteed. And with David Bakhtiari, they are paying out the wazoo for for his services. And now for, for really the third straight year, you can't count on him to, to play. And he's only going to play one game this year and still make – uh, if not the most on the team, one of the most on the team. So it's uh, it's it, obviously the Packers have a business decision to make at the end of the season. Well, it depends. It depends. Uh, I, I don't know his contract details, but it depends if he has a split or not in his contract and he goes on season in the IR. I'm looking at it, and it sounds like it'll be a $21.3 million cap hit. Uh, even Yeah, but that's the IR. cap. With him on IR. Yeah, that's the cap. Oh, I was yeah. – I guess I guess that's different. I'm, I'm more. So, I was thinking about what he's actually getting paid. <laughs> well, uh, that's not the perspective we think. Yeah, from because yeah. We're not former NFL players. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what happens when you get injured. When you go on IR, they uh, your salary gets cut in half. Mm-hmm. Your salary gets cut in half. This is pre-tax, so your salary basically your your check gets cut in half twice. Basically, okay. Well, is, is what happens uh, when you go on. I mean, IR. all due respect to David Bakhtiari. He's still I mean, going to do yeah. all right. Yeah, he's still going to yeah, do yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, he's still going to do all he's, right. He's made plenty of money in his in his career. Yeah. Um, so it'll be okay as long as he gets everything figured out. But uh, he signed a four year, ninety two million dollar contract a couple of years ago. Mm, playing um, that O line, man. And uh, it's been uh, it's been hard to have him. He tore his ACL in 2020, 2021, and twenty twenty two. He's kind of uh, you know dealt with that. And now he's back on IR in twenty twenty three. Do you know what week he tore his ACL in twenty twenty? He might have been 21 when he tore his ACL, actually. It was it was the evening of uh, New Year's Eve. It was New Year's Eve on 2020. So it was about so to it was the end of the 2021. Season. Oh, that's tough. That's a season. tough spot. I'm not going to lie. That's a tough – it's tough to tear your ACL at the end of the season because he probably came back earlier than he should have the first time he came back. Yeah, he came back at the end of the 2021 season. Yeah, and then I don't think he played in that playoff game against uh, against San Francisco. I can't remember. I know yeah. he I know he played a little bit week 18 against Detroit, where Jordan Love played in the second half. That was the beginning of Detroit's winning streak. Now four games uh, over the Packers. But yeah, I mean it's it's mm. a tough situation. So it's I turn tough. I turn to you. You want to see the Packers move on from David Bakhtiari? You want to see David Bakhtiari retire, or you want the Packers to keep David Bakhtiari? Hit us up on the ESPN Madison Talk and Text Line 844-770-3776. I know this is a negative way to spend our Friday, but it is the big news today as the Packers don't play until Monday. So t- you tell me, what do you want to see the Packers do with David Bakhtiari? Trade him, cut him, move on from him. You want to see him retire, or you want to see the Packers? Keep him. Hit us up. 844-770-3776. He's the former NFLer and Badger Chris Orem, Alex Strofe. Alex G. helping hold it down. Here from the Everlight Solar Studio on Rutledge and Hamilton, which, of course, is presented by Coors Light. It's a difficult situation. It's a difficult decision. You, 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 you're, you, you're pissed off for everybody involved, from the Packers to David Bakhtiari to, to everybody in between, right? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's a crappy situation for everybody. But at the end of the day, Chris, the NFL is a business. Mm-hmm. And a decision's going to have to be made. So I ask you, if you're the Packers, what are you thinking right now? If I'm the Packers, yep. I'm probably trying to 
I'm probably trying to trade him. And I'm I don't I don't I don't know who's chomping at the bit to get him. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's gonna be chomping contract. at nobody's gonna be chomping at the bit to get him. They're gonna have to eat some of the contract. Uh but you just wanna get as much value as you can from him because at the end of the day forty million dollar cap at next year. Yeah. You're already in a situation where you're rebuilding anyway. You've already replaced so much on your team. So you might as well you might as well try to find something. I'll, if I'm the uh, Packers, I'm getting a Lalo uh, Collins. Mm. Why? Where, where is he playing these days? He's a free agent, Lalo Collins. Is he? Yeah, free agent. I'm getting him. Um, He's off of surgery, too, but I'm still I, getting I, Well, him. I would say the Packers do have a really deep offensive line. Um, obviously, when you're missing your two best on the left side with him and, and Elton Jenkins, who, who had an MCL sprain a couple weeks little, ago. I got work in Detroit, man. That didn't look good. No, they did. They did. But that's a much that's their biggest test, right? Like they go to Vegas and then they go on the bye. So they should have Elton Jenkins back hopefully after the bye. Vegas got some good rushers too, no. Vegas is okay. You're very pro Vegas, I've noticed about you. I'm You're not pro, pro Raiders. You're pro Raiders. No. Nah. You think they're better than they are? No. Nah. They're not a very good football team. Uh, I mean, right now I just know I know for a fact. I just know this. In the NFL like it is a week by week thing. It's a year by year thing. That's fair. Year by year for sure. Week by week for sure. Like you can have a good gauge on like ah oh, like they're a better team than so and so. Like they should win. Like for instance, last night on paper, Washington should have destroyed Chicago. Right? Correct. Yeah. You never know. You watched that game? Yeah, I watched it. I was where watching the hell did those Bears come from? It's a tough day for Rutledge to be off. They were, they were pissed. Like think about yeah. like think think about <laughs> think about what they've just been hearing for twenty four seven as they go into work every day. Yeah. Like, I don't know if people think that when somebody's having, like, a bad year that they're just not putting the same amount of work in. They might be putting even more work in. They might be over overworking and why, that's why their uh, record reflects that way. But, yeah, you're pissed, bro. You're trying to get some type of win. You don't, It's so hard to go owing 17. Oh, it is. 16. That's hard. Yeah, no, I mean, no, you're right. I mean, that's why the phrase any given Sunday exists, right? Literally. Like, Anybody can win on any given get game mm-hmm. to a point, I think. College is different. But we though. saw like Arizona, didn't they beat up on the Cowboys a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, like everybody thought Arizona was going to be the worst team in the league. Through two weeks, the Cowboys looked like the best team in the well, league. And they go to Arizona and lose. Yeah, because the thing is, in the NFL, there's not really like a talent disparity that you see in college. You're correct. Like, you don't have that in the NFL. You don't have that. There is none of that. Yeah, and, and you're right about that. But but I will say this, just to quickly preview Monday's matchup. I, the, the Packers, this is a very big game for Jordan Love, right? Like It's big a, pro, it's a proven mm-hmm. game for him. For sure. And, um, you know, I, I was talking a little bit about identity with Derek Angler and the Great Dane Huddle last night. Mm-hmm. And that conversation was interesting because he said, you know, during his time in the NFL, and I'm curious on your thoughts on this before we get to a break, like he, he said, identity, you know it pretty well through five or six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Like that's when you really know what your team's made of. Yeah, you know. And I feel like through four games, we don't really know what the Packers are made of. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Monday night in the national spotlight, it's, it's a really big game to figure out what this team is. And yeah, you can be. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would say, yeah, after like six weeks, you have an understanding of this is how, this is how we win games. Um, this is who we are. Uh, rather, we, we play really good defense. We play really good special teams. Uh, we can run the ball, but we know we're going to be running into crowded boxes or whatever. We don't have an elite quarterback. We know that. Yeah. Um, and your receivers know that, like, I need to make plays for my guy, wh- whatever the case is, yeah. You definitely had that idea already. After, I would definitely say, yeah, six weeks. Okay. Well, this will like be a third of the this way. This will be game yeah. number five, and then it's the bye week for the Packers. 
So we're, we're going to have to take a lot out of Monday night as they head to Vegas for the first mm. time ever to take on the Raiders. He's Chris Orham, Alex Strove. It is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We'll continue to take your texts and your calls, 844-770-3776. What do you want to happen with David Bakhtiari? You want him to retire? You want him to hang it up? You want the Packers to cut him? want the Packers to keep them. Hopefully hopefully a couple more operations can keep them healthy and on the field in 2024. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Coming up next, 844-770-3776. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's... Hamilton on a Friday. Alex Strove, Chris Orr in for the fellas alongside Alex Gravatt helping us out run the show from the Everlight Solar Studio. I have news for everybody. The Olympic gold medalist whose name is on the show, Matt Hamilton, will join us at 5 o'clock uh, for the entire second hour. So he will ride home with us this afternoon. Uh, Matt Hamilton will join us in about 25 minutes. Talking David Bakhtiari, what the hell do the Packers do in this situation? As he says his season is over, second time in four years. His season has come to an end, really, third time in four years because he was out in for most of 2021 as well, recovering from that torn ACL at the end of the 2020 season, which landed him an IR as the Packers tried to make a run to the Super Bowl and it fell short. In the NFC Championship game, asking you what the Packers should do with them. 844-770-3776. Chris Romanitz Waters says, Nobody's going to take on his salaries with the last three years of his injury history. They'll be forced to cut him as they should about the Packers. From Chris in Manitowash Waters. Daniel the Sloth chimes in. Hindsight always 2020, fellas. Here's what he said. He said, should have traded him with Rodgers to the Jets. Would have gotten a lot more for him at that point. Which is true, mm. but I just still think the the scattered injury history does not help his trade value whatsoever, right? Like, yeah. it, it is still a business decision, as damn good um, of a player as he is. If, if I'm being completely honest, though, especially with O-linemen, so injuries, they're a little different depending on what position you play. Okay. O-linemen, they don't really care about how beat up you are. It's not like you're a receiver or a running back and we're like, okay, he's been hurt too much, like he's on his way out. Every O-lineman's beat up. Every O-line is having surgery every offseason, at least, even if they're not missing games. They're, uh, you know, they're on the T-train, man. They're tore it all up before those games. Tore it all up. Yeah, man. Tore it all. It's just like super hobby profile. That, that's, but that's a shot, right? A uh, shot or a pill. You can get it as a pill, too. Oh, you can? Yeah. How much have you taken? I've taken a decent amount of tore it all, man. Ain't does it wrong it does the trick? Not, not, I mean, it's not like a painkiller. It's not a painkiller. It it only it doesn't work for everything either. Like, so if you got a high ankle sprain, depending on like how bad it is, you can take like Toradol and play. You can play on it, and it doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, I I won't be able to feel my high ankle. Like I'll just be out here playing free. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it has some type of reaction to uh, adrenaline, if I'm being honest. That's fair. As we're talking about uh, drugs, and I'm talking legal <laughs> legal drugs, it's a good time to go to the ESPN Madison talking Weed text is line. Weed is tight. Weed is tight. 844-770-3776. Robin Madison joins us now. Hi, Rob. How are you? What's up, boys? What up, Rob? How you doing, bro? Hey, give me three oxycodone. <laughs> Chris, let's do that uh, Oklahoma drill you were wanting to do a while back. 
I knew it was going to go somewhere we didn't need it to. <laughs> I love the I love the idea though. I love the idea though. Go ahead, that Rob. What like else a great you got? Idea, man. I just I've had the issues with backs, and I mean I got to work with an injury every day. I mean I got a torn oh, meniscus. Hold on, my UCL's time all time messed time up. Time out, time out, Rob. How old are you? I just turned forty this year. Well, happy fortieth. Uh, so so you're getting ancient. Related. You're totally right. Um, so you got <laughs> you just said you compared yourself to to an all pro offensive lineman. I got to go to work with an injury every day. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I was going to talk with Bakhtiari, and I've texted in a couple times, and no one takes my bait on this. And I, I can't stand Bakhtiari one bit with this because I've noticed. he puts a bad name on offensive linemen like Joe Thomas mm. that are just blue collar. I mean, no one's going to beat Joe Thomas's record ever yeah. because he's the last man. He's in, the Iron Man. You know. <laughs> you know. But uh, I compared Bakhtiari to Scottie Pippen in 98 mm. with the Bulls being, you know, he knew he had the injury, but he was a little, you know, butt hurt. Mm. So he's no, I'm going to rehab it. I'm going to rehab it. And then once the season starts, no, I'm going to get surgery. Mm. Mm. So, and then, of course, game one, Bakhtiari does his little middle finger to the Bears, does a little wannabe playgirl centerfold that, on the sideline, <laughs> you know. You know, obviously that was the last big, like, okay, I'm done, boys. I'm injured. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's, that that's that fair. is pretty fair. I'm that's, not going to lie. That's Robin that, Madison. That's fair. That's fair. Well, O-Lyman usually, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, normally O-Lyman, every O-Lyman in the NFL right now is beat up. Every, every single player one of them, in the NFL is beat well, up. Well, no, like O-Lyman even worse, though. Oh, for O-Lyman, sure. there's, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, there's some O-Lyman out there that's like, they've already gotten to the point where it's like, hey, bro, you're going to need, you're going to need surgery on your knee and shoulder this offseason. Really? But like, yeah, you can you can play through it. Like, you can play through it. What's the worst thing you played through? Worst thing I played through? Mm. You dealt with something this year, didn't you? Yeah, I was a torn bicep, long head bicep, casual. Yeah, right. He just makes it sound so normal. But, you, but that's not. Yeah, well, the thing is, that's not like a. So it popped, Chris. I know I jokingly called you have. soft earlier, but like, how would I react if I just had a torn bicep? How would I react to that? Oh, I don't. I don't see. The thing is. See, this is the other thing, though. When I get injured, like, I have a lot of drilling going, and I'm not even thinking about myself anymore. You know what I mean? So, You're just like, thinking about breaking some necks. Yeah, like, when I popped my bicep, I was like, oh, man, like, uh, this doesn't feel right. I was like, all right, I just won't use it for a little while. <laughs> so I just tried not to use it. Wait, so does that mean you're, like, making tackles with one arm? Yeah, trying to, yeah. One <laughs> arm. Enough, enough with one. Can we acknowledge how normal you're being about this? No, I'm just saying, well, that's the job, bro. Like I, I get that, dude. One I, and get, try to get the I, other I, one or I get that. It's normal, like in the profession. Yeah. But you were talking to two radio guys. Yeah. I've never played football. I'm also a professional athlete. That's yeah, true. Yeah, let's let's, not, let's, yeah, let's yeah. not disrespect Madison, the G. Not really Madison Radicals uh, member. <laughs> let's Alex not Trabat. disrespect the G. Yeah, you're right. But you're yeah, right. yeah, I mean, yeah. I had uh, my senior year at Wisconsin, I had. Um, High ankle sprain in my, both my ankles. Both of them? Yeah. It started out in one and then it went to the other. <laughs> how, how did running around feel? Oh, it hurt. I yeah. didn't. I did that week one, too. I thought I broke it. I was pissed. And then they was like, oh, no, you just got high, bad high ankle. I was like, all right. So you played through it? Yeah, played through it. Um, Warrior. I'm trying to think of the absolute worst thing. Um... 
I had something with my shoulder, <laughs> a peck. But that wasn't like a – see, the thing is you can only play through stuff that's like not fully sure. – yeah. So, like, you can play through, like, a partially torn whatever. Yeah. You could, like, play through that as long as – so, the thing I, I – actually, now, I didn't do this, like, in college. But, like, now, the thing I would always ask is, like, all right, like, can I injure this – can I injure this worse, yes or no? Like, if I can, okay, then is there not anything I can do to prevent this? Like, is there not a brace I can wear or a tape job, whatever we can do to prevent that from happening? If not, then cool. But – uh yeah, you try to play through everything, man. Quick reminder that Jesse Nelson did skip work on Tuesday because he Monday. woke up with a so Monday because he woke up with a sore ankle. <laughs> did you hear about this? Yeah. So I, 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 I just want to point out, I have not stood up once since the beginning of the show. You don't have to stand his, to produce. Yeah, but you got to walk to get here. Is his, uh, is his ankle still sore today? I don't know. I haven't asked no. in a few days. So, so Monday, um, I get a text about 7 a.m. <laughs> And it says, hey, man, just check it in if you're awake. Uh, I might need you to produce Willie and Tausch today. Oh. Uh, I woke up. Willie's at nine, I, right? I, it's at nine? It's at nine. So he gave me about a two-hour heads up. And he said, hey, uh, <laughs> I can't put pressure on my ankle. <laughs> I, and I, I called him. I go, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean you can't put pressure? Did you roll it this weekend? Like, did something happen? Did you break it? Like, what's going on? He's like, no, I just woke up. It doesn't work. You realize that's an issue, right? He's like, yeah, I'm going to contact my doctor friend. We'll see what happens. So he contacts his nurse friend or doctor friend, whatever whatever this person is. It's a witch. Yeah, something like that. So it's G's mom is is what we've discovered. I don't know if you know G's mom is a witch. That's a story for another day. Um, That's not a joke either. I'm being dead serious. I'm not even trying to be rude. Like, she's legitimately a witch. I'm not kidding. So so he he texts in a few. So he's like, yeah, you got to go in. So I come in bright and early. I get a text a couple hours later. He's like, yeah, I talked to my nurse friend. They said if it still hurts Wednesday, go in. I'm like, Jesse, you didn't do anything physical. Yeah, You yeah, didn't roll you, your ankle. Yeah, you can't walk. Couch. That's an issue. Yeah, that's an issue. That means that usually if something like that is happening, you need to go to the ER, well, That's bro. what I'm saying. Like you're... And he's like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to waste anybody's time. I'm like, I don't think you're wasting anybody's time. You're not wasting anybody's time. That means you have a blood clot or something. You're about to die, maybe. Okay, well, clearly that's not the case. I saw him today. Yeah, yeah, uh, me too. But uh, (laughs) all right, we'll talk more about G's mom being a witch. Uh, We we also, I've been struggling with how I'm going to set this up. But Chris was asked yesterday, I don't remember by who, what the whitest thing he ever did was. (laughs) And his response... His, his response was something I wouldn't have expected him to say. So we'll get into Jeez uh, Mom being a witch and the whitest thing Chris Orr ever done. That's next. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Two Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. and rolling on a Friday. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Alex Strove, Chris Orrin from the fellows, <laughs> Alex Gravatt, running the show from the Everlight Solar Studio. The Wicked Witch of the East, bro! <laughs> she came down in a bubble, Doug! Grow up! Grow up! Uh, so Chris Orr's facial reaction when I mentioned the fact that Alex Gravatt's mom is a witch. 
That crazy, man. So I'm going to allow G the opportunity yeah, I need to, to explain. Stats, fa- fact check here, right? She's not a witch. She's got friends who are witches. So and what is she? she? Witch she by association. She's a level two Reiki instructor. What is Reiki? Yeah, what's so Reiki? Reiki is all about your chakras and your energy. Oh, yeah, I went home. Stuff. She's yeah, a witch. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a witch. I mean, for all intents and purposes, yeah. But she doesn't brew potions, <laughs> right? But uh, I, I went home and, and I actually I brought my girlfriend home to meet my mom. Like it was very. Oh, yeah, she's, she's met oh, before. They've met before. Oh, I was friends with her. You said me. You said me. But it was the first time she came to my house, right? And and we go upstairs. My mom's giving the 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 like the entire what is it called? A tour of the house. We get upstairs and there's her like, her room, right? It's it's the Reiki room. No, I'm not it's, going there. Yeah, no, oh, I'm, hey, I'm staying far away from that. There's a massage therapy table because she was a massage therapist for a very long time. Mm. And a witch, and a witch. Mm. Well, Reiki instructor, level yeah. two. Uh, and, What's and the so, difference between level one and level two? <laughs> now that I don't know. I, I I just remember one day she's like, I finally reached level two, and I was like. I yeah. didn't know there was a level one. <laughs> so what's level three? I, that's where I think that's, Witchhood begins. I think that's uh, the official uh, start, perhaps. Yeah. So that's the next level we're going to. It's a, it's a, yeah. So your mom has not graduated to being a witch yet. Yeah, an undergrad, effectively. An undergrad. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay, undergrad. good. Um, but she, we're, we're sitting there, and she just gets out her stone, and she starts, you know, show me yes, and the, the rock shakes one way. Show me no, the rock shakes a different way. So and it's then, a magic eight ball. Sort of. And then, and then she, she puts it over me, and she says, is his chakra aligned? And it was not. And so we aligned so my chakra. Wait, you participated? Absolutely. Oh, Go no. on. Our, well, so the, the, there's seven chakras, and she goes, it starts kind of near your lower abdominal. I watched Naruto. I know chakra. Oh, yeah, yeah. So actually, they, different people's chakra spins different ways, like mm-hmm. in the show. And you can, yep. I, I don't know if it's because of the way your hair goes. but okay. <laughs> That would make sense. <laughs> But yeah, so we she like checks my chakras, and one of them actually. And here's the thing: I I'm a skeptic, mm-hmm. despite being raised by this woman. I am a skeptic in in this genre. Oh, are you? Good a man. little bit. Like it, it's kind of like. But you're supportive. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. And uh, and she gets to my sixths of seven chakras, which is where creativity comes and things of that nature. Mm. And and it was not aligned. Mm-hmm. And she tells she says, "Rock, will you please align my son's chakra?" And it, I could feel something. Mm. My my forehead was like no spinning way. and tickling. I I I'm not gonna lie, and and I understand why you're skeptical, right? It's a rock, but <laughs> it is. But I I noticed it. It felt like a little hurricane going on right on my forehead. It was very ticklish, and uh, in a and, good way or a bad way, ticklish. Um, just just noticeable. You know, it's like okay. I kind of smiled a little bit. And oh. you know, if, if my creativity chakra is being aligned, then maybe, maybe you I smile, smile. You smiled by choice, or you smiled by reflex? Reflex, because it was tickly. Oh, you gotta be careful, brother. I don't think my mom's putting a spell on me. No, I don't think she's putting a spell on you, man. But something else could have been moving that rock, man. Like a ghost? Yeah, man. You believe in ghosts? I believe in spirit. I'm well, a man. I'm a man. Well, of you faith. didn't answer my question. I'm a man of faith. I believe in spirit. What about no, the ghosts? Uh, My mother also demons. a woman of spirit, I will say. Ghosts, yeah. Would you go ghost hunting? No. Why not? I just feel like you would welcome you would welcome a lot of things that even if you went to it under the thought like, you know, some people would be like, oh, I want to talk to my grandma again. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like you actually have no idea what you're actually welcoming into yourself. So do you believe in Ouija boards? Do you believe they work? Oh yeah, they're evil. Okay. Evil as hell. So if I pulled out a Ouija board right now, I'm what out. would you do? 
You're leaving? I'm off the show. Okay. I'm going home. All right. Well, I got bad news. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Chris, put your hand here. We're just going to see if it moves. All right. We'll put your hand here. All right. A through Z. Here we go. The people on the stream can see. He does not actually have a Ouija board. Yeah, the they, Everlight oh, Solar. Yeah, yeah, they, there's they, no Ouija board. If there was a Ouija board, bitchy. you wouldn't have heard my voice. You wouldn't have heard my voice until tomorrow. Hold Chris, College football game. Let's Ooh, see, uh, good plug. What'd you, call, what'd you call it? Plug. That was my nice little yeah, plug. What'd you, what'd you plug? Day. The college football game day? Wisconsin football game day. Uh, ESPN Wisconsin college game day. There it is. Presented by also Coors Light. Brewed by Coors Light. Is on at 9 a.m. tomorrow. And you can keep the homecoming party going at Pooley's on the east side. I will keep my homecoming party going at Pooley's on the east side following the game. I'll see you there. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, you can hear Colin Russo. Chris or Brad Nortman on that. All right, uh, Chris, real quick, we'll talk more about it on the other side when Matt Hamilton joins us. But you were asked yesterday, mm-hmm. what's the whitest thing you've ever done? Yep. Your response was? Snowmobiling. Whitest thing I've ever done. And where did you do that? Colorado, man. Vail. Vail, Colorado, with a couple of my uh, Panthers teammates. It was fun. It was fun. It was scary. Definitely won't do it again. We went, like, up a mountain. We went up a mountain. This is the thing, bro. Like, yeah, we was on a path and all that. Like, yeah, it was smoothed out and all that. But, like, there's no rails. It's not like you got a rail. Like, we're literally going up a mountain. Like, you're kind of, like, going around and up the mountain. And then when you get to the top, it's just like this land of snow. And, like, at the top, it was dark, bro. Like, the sky was, like, dark. And the snow was blowing. The snow was blowing everywhere. I was terrified terrified we took some nice pictures and all of that um i don't know if like i don't know how to show the pictures but i'll show you the pictures it was nice bro it was it was fun thing you don't think about this is what you don't think about what don't you get i think to the about top. what don't i think about you don't think about this till you get to the top <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get your ass back down <laughs> you gotta come back down bro yeah that's true yeah you pick up a little speed coming back down you coming across them corners and you better be careful man that's the whitest thing I ever done, and um, I think that's the full extent of uh, my whiteness, man. Like you're not gonna catch me uh, skydiving, you're not gonna catch me bungee jumping, uh, hiking. Nah, nah, brother, you're not gonna catch me hiking. But I do like uh, not hiking, really. Nah, What's wrong with hiking? I just don't. Sometimes I don't. I don't necessarily see the point. Tim and Oregon actually asked a fair question on the text line eight four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Were you tripping? Was I tripping? No, I wasn't tripping. I wasn't tripping. I actually wasn't tripping. We had like we I had actually some wasn't tripping. We had some. We had some drinks. Surprise. But see, this thing a lot of people don't know about me. I'm a little paranoid. I'm paranoid about a lot, bro. So like, we had some drinks. We was drinking and stuff like before. Um, we was tripping after. But before, we weren't tripping. Nah. Nah, brother. I'm not about to operate that on a mountain. Nah. Why wouldn't you do it again? I mean, I probably would do it again. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to go up a mountain. What about four-wheeling? Love four-wheeling. Okay. Told you. Bayou country, man. Which one's more dangerous? Snowmobiling. For sure. Okay. For sure. And I think four-wheeling gets a bad rap because, like, some people four-wheel on the road, so, like, you're going to have car wrecks or whatever. Like, when I've gone four-wheeling, it's just been on, like, an open... Open Field. grass, yeah. yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, in the country down in Meharry, Texas. You can't even find that on a map. Huh. 
Yeah, man, I'm down in Mahara, Texas, man, four-wheeling, man. Or I might get out to Abilene. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, man. Just just some good... Some, you, some you are a fascinating creature. Good man. old, good old you, fun, a fascinating man. dude. Some good old fun, man. Fascinating dude. Some good old fun. But yeah, snowmobiling... Yeah, yeah, you'll never catch me skiing or snow, uh, snowboarding. I'm going to read this. We're going to take a break. We're going to get to uh, Matt Hamilton. 608, first time they've ever texted it. 844-770-3776. That's 844-770-ESPN. For Chris, your man Shark is getting married tomorrow. Oh, what? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> hey, are you Shark? That's texting. Hey, if you're Shark. I'm gonna take your number down. Who's I'm Shark? gonna text you, man. Shark was a—he uh, was like an equipment manager for us, and he helped out the backers for a couple of years. And you didn't get invited to the wedding? I know that's that's kind of that's kind of messed up, Shark. He probably didn't know I was back in Wisconsin. I'm gonna give Shark the benefit of the doubt. That's my boy, bro. Don't disrespect Shark. I'm not disrespecting Shark. Let's go, Shark. I, I wish congrats. him congrats. Hey, I wish him congratulations. Hey, let me tell you this. Congrats, congratulations, Shark, man. Dang, man, I wish I can get get out there and get blind with you on that day, man. <laughs> we need to black out. We we need to cut the reaction. Uh, and and little little piece of advice, man. Shut up. Six zero eight says no. I'll Shut get you up. Shark's number. Yeah, yeah. Give I me would Shark's like to know number, who's man. texting in. Though. Give me. Yeah, who's texting? Who's texting? I bet I know you too. I don't know if I know you. Well, if they know you're Shark's boy, I probably know. Wait, you. Is his nickname Shark? I assume yeah, his that's first his name is that's not his Shark. No, no, okay, no, that's not that's not his name. Wow, All right. Coach uh, Justin this Wilcox. Is, Justin Wilcox used to call him Shark. He used to give everybody nicknames. This has got to be the most Friday edition of Rutledge and Hamilton in the history. Of hey, that's my boy, though, bro. Hey, Shark, you need to man. I'm a, hey, yeah, give me Shark's number, man. I'm gonna put him in a group message with all the backers again, man. So we can say congrats to him, man. All right. Well, uh, I don't know what the hell just happened. Uh, he just sent Shark's number, so I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. give it to you in the break. I'll give it to you in the break. Congratulations, Shark. Congrats, Shark. Can Let's you tell go. me his full name? I don't, I don't remember his full name. We <laughs> called him Shark. No wonder he's not invited to the We called him Shark. <laughs> we called him Shark. He don't like know my full name. But I, your name is Chris Orr. Easy. Uh, this is Austin, one of the inside guys. Oh, oh, I know Austin. Okay. I know Austin. Appreciate you, Austin. Austin, are you invited to the wedding? Yeah, Austin's That's what I'd invited. like to know. Austin's Texas. invited, for sure. Hey, man, you boys better be blind out there, man. <laughs> you boys better be blind by the end of the night tomorrow, man. Except for Shark. Shark can't be hey, too blind. Let's just give a round of applause to Shark. Yeah. Congratulations, Shark. We're Congrats, happy for you, bro. Dang, that's lit, man. It's, it's, un- it's unbelievable that, that somebody wanted to settle down with you, Shark. Hey, Shark, Shark, man. Shark and Austin, man. Any of y'all, man. Y'all, uh, y'all I'm back really in, trying to go to break. Y'all, y'all, yeah. I'm sorry. We are gonna get the break. Y'all back in Madison, man. Y'all send me a text, man. We gotta go get some beers or something, man. Uh, Austin says pouring one out for you, Chris and, yeah! and TJ and TJ yeah! Edwards, who got a big win last night with the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Uh, the Hamilton portion of this program joins us next. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Hi, I'm Madison Money Guy, Christian Finfrock with Retirement Income. 